Truthfully, I've never been a reader. I've never been somebody that would pick up a book on a daily basis or even a weekly or monthly or yearly basis. I have never been a book person just because we've had to read so much for school and textbooks, and I never really got to choose what I wanted to read. And so that's what has inspired this podcast about just becoming a good person, a good individual. I'm going to kind of pull some things from my latest my latest read which is how to win friends and influence people. I think there's so much we can grab from this. Um, And so without further ado, let's go ahead and jump into episode three, season three of Laptop Entrepreneurs. So I would argue that, uh, by the way, Colin Hernandez here with Laptop Entrepreneurs. And if you kind of listen to that quick intro there, um, I'm going to dive into a little bit of uh, the latest book I've been reading, which is how to win friends and influence others. I saw that it said underneath the only book you need to lead you to, to success um, and success sounds pretty cool. So I was like, let's pick up this book. Let's kind of give it a read. Let's see what it's all about because it is widely well known. A lot of people have heard of this book. Um, a lot of people have read this book, whether you're in business or not, because it just basically is teaching you how to be a good person, a good individual, a good human being and impact the lives around you. And so I kind of want to break down some of the principles that I thought was really important, especially nowadays uh, with everything going on. Everybody's arguing about everything politic wise, um, whether you're Democratic or Republican. Everybody just wants to say blame point fingers with the COVID COVID situation. And so I kind of just wanted to bring to light about how we can become um, good people, better individuals and how we can impact our community a little bit more. And so I think there's there's 12 principles, but there's no need for me to go down the list because you can just read the book. But I think that I can relay some of these principles and kind of explain them more in depth. Um, and so we're going to go ahead and start off by doing that. And so here's here's a couple of principles. Basically, let me tell you a little bit about the book is Carnegie, Andrew Carnegie, based, sorry, not Andrew Carnegie, Dale Carnegie. I always get those two confused. But he breaks it down into 12 principles that we can live our lives um, through. Um, And and it it breaks down basically how can we understand the human brain and the psychology of the human brain in order to achieve what we want, but also to kind of cater to the motives and needs of the people that we're trying to do business with or we're trying to be friendly with. And this can be so impactful in relationships when you're talking to a new girl or a guy or you're talking to a business individual about a potential new deal or a new project or you are just basically talking to your family and you want to be just a better family person. You want to be a better husband, a better son, a better cousin, whatever that may be. And so these principles have really, I've really, you know, understood them um, quite well. So the first one which is, I would say my second favorite, but it's the principle one is the only way to get the best of an argument is to avoid it. The only way to get the best of an argument is to avoid it. And so you see this all the time. And I do this with my family as well. um, And even some of my friends is when somebody doesn't agree with our opinion, even if it's as simple as LeBron James is the best player in the NBA, when it's even as simple as that, people automatically get defensive. And so a way that we can kind of be part of that 1% that's different than the 99% is to figure out a way that 
when somebody is arguing and when they're letting their emotions get the best of the words that they're trying to translate to us, we often get caught up in wanting to defend ourselves. We often get caught up in saying, no, I'm right for these reasons and you need to change your opinion. But ultimately, and we all know this, when you get into an argument, the likelihood of you changing that other person's opinion is small to none. And if, if you do change their opinion, it's somebody that has read this book maybe, or they just realize the principles of life, which is to be able to not just argue, sometimes just to avoid that argument, knowing that the other person is also just emotionally and detached or involved in whatever the argument is. And so that's why you see like if you're in a relationship or you've been in a relationship and you get in fights right with your significant other is you have this battle because you feel like you're right. They feel like they're right. And it just ends in an argument and it hurts your relationship. Right. And those things are important. It's good to have good debates. But that principle number one is talking about avoiding arguments in the nature of if the other person is not willing to listen to your side of of the topic, or if they are, um, you know, just adamant about their side of the topic, and they just want to argue with you, instead of just having a real conversational debate, then it may not be worth your time. And that's a position where you just listen and you nod and you say, you try to understand what they're saying, and then try to open up the door. If not, the best way to avoid that argument is to avoid it. Um, and so talking about that principle, there's, there's, he tells a lot of different stories basically of how how you can live these principles in your own life and he talks about how we're creatures of emotion we react based off of what is happening to us in a quick way and not in a rational way um, because we're dealing with creatures of emotions creatures bristling with prejudices and motivated by pride and vanity um, and, and that's basically what it boils down to with that principle one um, and so now we're going to kind of dive in a little bit more into other topics as well because Again, like I've always said this before, as I'm sorry, it's taking me a while. I know I'm like kind of uh, cutting it off. But what I've always said is that I always want to provide the most value that I can to my community and to the people around me. Um, I don't do this for money. I do this for my own self growth as well as just helping people. So that's why I wanted to. Next time you get into an argument, just think about, is this a rational argument? Is this something that's emotional that the person is not really rationally thinking about and they just kind of want to get you to agree with them just for the sake of getting you to agree with them? See this all the time with politics. You see this with what's going on. It's just absolutely insane. Um, so the second principle that goes along with it as well is making sure that you're not just saying you're wrong. You're wrong for feeling that way. Because when you do that, I, you know that that other person is going to react in some negative way that's going to eventually raise your emotions, your heartbeat, so that you're also not thinking rationally is when you start to say you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong. It's like when somebody's really sad or upset, uh, the worst thing you can do is to tell them to just calm down. Because if they could just calm down, they would. They would. They just sometimes need a second. And when you say that, you're you're really kind of pushing that emotion further. You're pushing them to not be able to feel comfortable calming down because they're so upset in that situation. And that's the only thing we can think about. So that's what I took from that. And not, not just saying you're wrong. Um, let's see. Let me... Oh, this is such a big one. This is my favorite one. So principle six, let the other person do a great deal of the talking. This has... Out of all the 12 principles that I've read so far, um, and I know this sounds like a lecture or a teacher, but I'm basically breaking down this book for you in like 20, 25 minutes, so it might be worth it. Um, but 
let the other person do a great deal of talking. This is something that I have really d- dialed back on is I've always kind of felt that I've done too much talking. Like I've, I'm introverted in a way, but I also have felt that sometimes I want to just talk about myself and the great things that I'm doing instead of listening to the other person. So I dialed this back. Like once I started actually reading this book and like read that chapter on principle six, I dialed that back and I was like, look, I'm not listening to people. I'm not understanding their story. I honestly am always just thinking of either the next question or the next thing I'm going to say. So what if I tried doing something a little bit differently where I really intentionally listen to what the other person was saying? And boy, like I um, I have can tell you for honestly, like I have realized a big difference in that just listening to what my customers have been saying, what my friends have been saying. I've been working so hard on making sure that I can relay that and do, and do that correctly because it has definitely opened up the door for just understanding where people are coming from. So when you feel in that position where you just want to talk and talk and talk, maybe think about just listening to the other person's perspective and their point or where they want you to answer some questions. Um, so there was a great chapter on that for sure. And moving on along. So, so far, just principle one, the only way to get the best of an argument is to avoid it. Principle two, show respect for the other person's opinions. Never say you're wrong. Principle six, let the other person do a great deal of the talking. There's some other principles in there, as you can tell. um, But for the purpose of keeping this pretty short, we're just going to move this along. So dramatize your ideas is an interesting one, but I'm not going to go off that one. Um, Oh, principle eight is another gorgeous one. Try honestly to see things from the other person's point of view. So again, a lot of this has to go, if you think about humans in nature, a lot of it is you want to be right. You want to feel like you have the stand. You want to feel like you're the person that came up with the idea. You want to take credit for a great project that you've done for your company. You want to take credit for a great gift that you gave to a family member. We always kind of want that credit. Um, We want to be able to have a stage that we can speak on. And so what's so important with principle eight is understanding the other person's point of view. And so I practice this actually a lot. Um, When somebody's giving me, lately it's been political, but when somebody gives me their point of view on something, um, I take great, great care. And I always tell myself to ask at least five questions about that person's point of view. Um, If it's something, and obviously if it's something like, what do you want? for dinner or what do you want for lunch? Obviously, I'm not going to like go dive into five questions like, well, what's the best food you've had of all time? No, nothing like that. Like it's going to be strictly basically talking about what exactly is their point of view? Where are they coming from? Why do they believe that this candidate is the right candidate? Why do they believe that this card is worth this much? Why do they believe that they should break up with their boyfriend or their girlfriend or whatever that may be? And so when I'm talking to somebody and we're going through different points of view that I can like when I automatically recognize that I may have some sort of disagreement with someone, I instantly jump into that. I instantly jump into that, that frame of mind where I say, Hey, what is their point of view? Where are they coming from? Where, what do they want me to see? So I can see from their own lens, from their own eyes. And so we do this by asking questions, open-ended questions, just like what you what you learned um, in, in school about that. The more questions you ask, the more you learn. And it's just something that we know 
to be true. And so learning somebody else's point of view can be so advantageous for us in our career fields, with our friends, with our family, because it puts us in that position where we're able to fully understand what someone else is thinking and why they are thinking it instead of just thinking about our own thoughts. And so I, I really, really enjoyed that principle um, in, in this book so far. So that's those are like the big three that I, I recognized. Um, ooh, I like this one a lot, actually. Principle 12 is to throw down a challenge. So as human beings in nature, we ultimately want to become the best version of ourselves. I mentioned this so many goddamn times, but it's so true. But the ultimately ultimate thing from that is when we are able to challenge ourselves to new heights, to new levels, to get out of our comfort zone, we put ourselves in a new frame of mind. So what he's saying by throwing down a challenge is he was giving this story of this factory or it's like it was like a, a mill. So um, or let's just go with the steel factory. Um and they were making six units of what they were trying to make. And they were trying to get their numbers up because they wanted to, um, you know, produce more and they weren't producing. And the manager was like, man, I've been talking to all these employees and I've been telling them they need to work harder because they're not producing the result that needs to be produced for us to stay, you know, functioning. And so the leader of, of the, the steel mine or whatever, or the factory Basically, all he did was he didn't say a word, but he got a piece of chalk. He wrote the chalk and he put it on the ground and he wrote the number six. So he wrote that number six so that when people came in, right, the employees came in, they said, hey, what's that number six for? And he said, well, the six represents the amount that uh, that has been created um, in our factory, the amount of steel that's been created in our factory or the product that's been created. And so the next unit comes in, the morning shift comes in, the morning shift says, okay, what's this, uh, what's the six on the ground? And he's like, oh, the people the day before you that were working, they created six products. So like, oh, okay. So that group of people in the morning, they, they created seven products. So they got the chalk, they put the seven, the night shift came in. They're like, what's the seven mean? Why is it on the floor? What do you think they did? Exactly. They went right in. They produced uh, nine units of that product. So they wrote the nine on the on 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 the floor. And as you could see, is their business is getting better. And it's not that they're getting anything else in return. They just have that competitive nature. There's a challenge now. We naturally are drawn towards challenges and obstacles because it makes us better and it makes us compete and makes us want to work harder um, and smarter. And so they kept seeing this chalk on the ground and they kept wanting to beat the unit that came in before them, the, the uh, staff that came in before them so they could beat that number. And that not only is appeasing the, the people in charge, but the employees are now working harder at their jobs because they have something they're fighting for. They're throwing down a challenge. And so when we can throw those types of challenges down in our own life, when we need to say, hey, you know, this working out once a week is not going to cut it. I need to I need to move up. I need to become a better better leader for myself and chase my dreams and visions of becoming a healthier individual, I need to bump that up to three. Then I need to bump that up to five. And then I need to eat healthy. And then I need to make sure I'm working on my business. I need to make sure I'm podcasting. Oh, I got a real estate exam coming up. Okay. I got to study for that. So challenging ourselves to kind of do things where let's say we rather, you know, play the Xbox. We rather watch <clears throat> a, uh, a game. We rather watch a movie. We rather hang out with our significant other. It's choices ultimately. 
it comes down to that is we have choices in how we react to situations and it's ultimately what are those choices we make and what's the impact of those choices and that's what i've really taken from this book specifically is to always be looking at these principles to be thinking about hey i need to be begin to have uh, more praise and, and be more honest i need to call attention to people's mistakes indirectly i need to talk about my own mistakes uh, before I'm criticizing other people. So just thinking about that like, in that kind of weird like way of being selfish and just thinking about me, 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 me is what are the things that I can do for myself so that when I am talking to somebody, they can feel more valuable because that's what this book is ultimately teaching you is that whoever you interact with in life, whether it's a cashier, whether it's a friend, whether it's family, whether it's some a complete stranger, that you're living with is show compassion, be honest, be sincere, ask some questions, understand their story. Because when you, you'll start to see yourself change a little bit. Like when I go into a Walgreens, like I was talking about in my last episode with the diecast cars, when I go into a Walgreens, I notice that I am way more intentional in making sure that I t- treat the cashier like a human being instead of just saying, all right, I'll buy this. Thanks. Have a good day. It's more like, so how's your day going? How's work been? When are you off? Like um, those kinds of things, like simple questions. That's not like, oh, like where are you from? Like do you have kids? It's nothing like that, but it's like basic questions that just makes them feel like I'm actually asking the question because I want to hear the answer, which I do. Um, and that can go a long way in making people feel better about your day, about their day. I mean, just think about it. Like when you were in the sixth grade and you have like new new kicks or you brought a new basketball to school for recess and you come in and you pop in with that puppy and, and people are like, man, like that's so sick. And that makes you feel so good. And you did nothing. You just bought the item or your parents bought you the item, but it makes you feel good. Imagine what you can do if you just started to have honesty with yourself and said, hey, like I can be better in my community. I can be nicer to people. I can ask some more questions. I can really dive into that. I can create a podcast. Like those are the things if you're constantly thinking about how can I, you know, influence people by by taking care of myself, you're going to go far. You're going to go far. And it's such a weird way that works. You're so selfless that you're selfish. You're so selfish in the way that you take care of yourself. You're so selfish in the way that, you know, you're working out instead of maybe helping around the house or whatever that may be. But you're taking care of your own mental, physical stability so that you can go out and take care of people and um, ultimately influence others and make more friends and more connections, more business connections. And just know more people along the way. Um, And so with that being said, one more principle that we're going to break down before I kind of end this short little podcast episode about some of the reading I've done lately. Just, Just to tie it all in is principle four, ask questions instead of giving direct orders. That's something I think we can all, all use in our lives. Like I said, ask questions instead of directing orders. Understand their point of view understand where they're coming from because the more questions you ask the better understand then you're going to have to complete that project or to make that person happy or to have that person really see you in a positive light is by simply asking questions getting in the nitty-gritty and understanding why people think the way they think so that you can influence the people around you in your lives so wow that was quite the monologue um again i keep these short because it's it's 
quite difficult to talk for 45 minutes straight without having somebody else on here. But I had to do a couple monologues just because I'm gathering my my new list of people that will be on the show. And so that's <clears throat> that's why we're doing this right now. But I hope you enjoyed that monologue. It's a little serious, but like seriously, take that. Just think about it. I know it's a deep talk, but just think about how you can become a better person by influencing the people around you. All right. I'm your host, Colin Hernandez with Laptop Entrepreneurs. We will see you on episode four of season three. Thanks so much for tuning in to episode three. As always, feel free to go and contact me on my socials. You'll get it right here. Have a good one. Hey guys, Colin here. Thanks for checking out the podcast today. Um, you can go ahead and follow me on Instagram at Colin H Official, or you can go on YouTube at Colin Hernandez. My company website is cloud-marketing.com. You can also see all the episodes on there. Thanks again for giving me a listen and I'd love to chat with you. So go ahead and DM me, message me, whatever that may be, and we'll see you for the next episode. Thanks. Have a good one.